Hey, welcome to 49ers After Dark. It's just me, Grant. Jesse's having technical difficulties. Not looking like he's going to be able to do the show with me tonight. If he can, he can join. So I'm just going to go solo for now. Um, the 49ers have a game in Chicago. I'm going to it. It's looking like George Kittle will, won't. We're not really sure whether he's going to play. Uh, I'm going to make my... I haven't picked who's going to go to the Super Bowl yet. The first game of the season is tomorrow. So I need to pick my, I need to make my Super Bowl pick now. I'm going to do that. Uh, I'm going to, I want to talk about George Kittle's groin injury first. Okay. So George Kittle apparently injured his groin in practice on Monday. He wasn't in the locker room on Monday. I was. There was no media availability on Tuesday. He was not in the practice. He was not in the locker room on Wednesday. I was. So uh, the question is, how serious is this? Do the Niners have to be concerned about George Kittle? Um, the way I look at it is, eh, I don't know. It, it might be serious. It might not. Uh, I don't think the Niners are going to lose to the Bears if Kittle doesn't play. Frankly, I don't think Kittle matters this week. Sorry. I know Kittle's used to being like the center of attention and everyone talking about him. And if he like missed a practice, people would freak out. Um, I don't feel that way about this team. I think he was really, really integral to the Jimmy Garoppolo offense because Jimmy only threw over the middle. So that's Kittle. And then the run game with Jimmy, which he can't really help was all about the outside zone. So you need a great blocking tight end. Um, so if Jimmy were the quarterback, I think that'd be a huge deal. But with Trey, I mean, I don't think they're going to throw it very much against the Bears. I don't think, I mean, I don't think they're going to throw it very much against the Bears. The Bears are terrible. The Bears aren't going to score very many points. I'm guessing the Niners game plan against the Bears is to run it hella times and play good defense and get out of a rainy game with a win against a team that's not going to score points. Why would they throw the ball a lot? So if George Kittle plays, great. You can help block. If he doesn't play, they're still going to run really well. They're going to be running inside zone, inside zone read. It's not going to need a dominant blocker on the edge and George Kittle. If he shows up, great. Otherwise, I don't know. It feels like, you know, this is going to like dominate the news this week. Like, is George Kittle going to play? Is he not going to play? If he doesn't play, you picking the Bears? Is this not just a bunch of nothing? I mean, I hope he's okay. If he misses a lot of time, that's not good. Uh, but I don't think, it doesn't sound like it's serious. It doesn't sound like he's going to miss a lot of time. It sounds just like a drum roll. Is he going to play? Yeah, or no. I mean, either way, the Niners are going to win this game. So what's the big deal? Hope he plays. Hope he's okay. I mean, I did say earlier, like, this is troubling. He has a pattern of injuries, lower body injuries. Is this serious? We don't know. If he misses a lot of time, then we'll talk about his, you know, pattern of injuries and how the Niners maybe should have traded him. But I'm not freaking out about this. It's not like you need to you know, reconsider what's going to happen in this upcoming game. Are the Niners going to beat Chicago if George doesn't play? First of all, he's probably going to play. Second of all, yes. Chicago, it's the Bears. I don't know why people think the Niners aren't that good, but um, they're not going to lose to Chicago. 
They beat Chicago with Jimmy Garoppolo last year. That's their backup quarterback. Imagine what they'll do with their starting quarterback. So, yeah, okay. Kittle's groin injury. Don't freak out. It's not a, and I, th- I think the main point here is that the Niners don't live and die with George Kittle's health anymore. They have a lot of good players. They have a great defense. They have Debo Samuel. They have Trey Lance, Elijah Mitchell, Jeff Wilson, Jordan Mason, Brandon Ayuk. They'll be okay. Now they'll need George Kittle to win a Super Bowl eventually, but if he doesn't play week one, they're still going to win. Um, so good luck, George, coming back. Uh, all right. I want to talk about the Niners' biggest concern heading into the season. Uh, I think there's two. There's the obvious one, the offensive line. My biggest concern on the offensive line is McGlinchey. I've been looking at him in practice. I posted a video on my YouTube channel today. Tell me he doesn't look like he's limping around. He looks like he's in pain. I mean, he... He tore when he tears quad. That doesn't just bounce back in your late twenties that quickly. I, I'm not. I'm a little. I'm a little concerned about what to expect from Mike McGlinchey this season. And if he doesn't play, you got Colton McKivitz and a bunch of unproven guys in your offensive line. I I, I still think the Niners will be able to run the ball, but I mean, when it's time to pass. If they're losing, if it's a two-minute drill, if it's third and eight, is the right side of their offensive line going to hold up at all? That's a big concern because other teams in the like a lot of people like the Eagles this year in the NFC to win it all. The Eagles really do have a good offensive line. The Niners have a great defense. They don't have a great offensive line. Hey guys, look who it is. God. Hey man, how you doing? Oh, you know, just switching out computers midstream, trying to get things figured out. Glad to wow. be here. <laughs> All right, so we're, we're we're talking biggest concern heading into the season for the 49ers. I just laid out the offensive line concern. Is there anything you want to add to that? And you got anything else? Because I got one more bonus concern. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. I, we've talked a lot about the offensive line, no doubt about it. But the flip side of that is, is injury. I mean, we've already got Jimmy Ward, who was a top 100 player, according to his peers in the NFL. He's out for at least four weeks. George Kittle now has a groin injury. McGlinchey's been in and out already. Injury has to be a major concern. It just has to be. It's, It's something that has plagued this team for quite some time, on and off. And it seems like it's already rearing its ugly head before we even get to week one. Okay, that's a good one, too. I got a bonus one. And this one's psychological. And right. Some people might feel it's not real, but I think it is. Okay. Um, the psyche of the locker room. Okay. Kyle Shanahan addressed it today. You know, like, how, there's going to be a lot of noise if Trey Lance struggles and you guys lose. How do you think the locker room's going to take it? And he said, I hope or I expect the team will have Trey's back the way it had Jimmy's back last year. Remember last year, they started off three and five, and the team was steadfast in their uh, – in its support of, of Jimmy. What if Trey loses a couple games early? You know, will the team have his back the way they had Jimmy's? Because that was the whole key to last year. You had to like ride out the early part of the year, figure out who you were. And once they did, I, I frankly, they should have gone to Trey the whole year, but once they did, they hit their stride. Will, will Trey be afforded that, afforded that same opportunity? Or if he loses 
a game or two, is he out? Because that wouldn't be fair. And if they pull the plug on Trey after a couple losses, then this team is screwed. This team is screwed. So that there's a psychological element, and it's like, I don't know, the, the Niners are downplaying it, but a lot of players on this team are best friends with Jimmy Garoppolo. That's the problem. Best friends. I could list them. I mean, George Kittle, Mike McGlinchey, a lot of guys. And you don't know how they truly feel about Jimmy being here as a backup. And you don't know how, how, how much they're invested in the tray. So if they, and they're not going to lose to Chicago, but if they lose a couple of games early in the season, how is this team going to respond? If they start 8-0, you know, winning's the best deodorant, no problem. All the, the, the dual factions on the team will dissipate. But what if there's just a little bit of adversity earlier in the season? That's, a pro- that's, my only, that's my biggest question with this team, more than the offensive line. How does this team handle a little bit of adversity early in the year, knowing that Jimmy's on the freaking team? It's almost like someone who's trying to quit cigarettes. I did that. It was hard. It's like, can you handle that? It's like, oh, I need the cigarette. Oh, oh my God. It's like, can you handle it? Can you, can you do this? It's not going to be fun. It's not going to be – it could be a little painful, but you got to be committed. You got to be committed. I'll say this. Here, here's a quote that stood out to me, and I, I was rummaging through because I, I could have sworn I remember him saying something along these lines. I was rummaging through Jimmy G's old quotes. Yeah. <clears throat> this was in April of this year. He said about the situation in 2021 that it was awkward and he wouldn't wish that situation upon anyone. Right. Well, here we are just here a few go. months later, and yep. that same exact situation is thrust upon a Trey. essentially a rookie, right? His second yep. year, first year starting. Yeah. So we can they can act like everything's all good. They can try to spin it like it's all good. Jimmy, in a very candid moment, when he didn't think he was going to be back with this team, that was very important. He did not think he would be back, was very, very honest, and said what? I wouldn't wish this upon anybody. He hated it that much, yeah. and here we Six are. Six months again. later, hey, Trey, learn to love it. Learn to right. love it. Yeah. Right. So yeah. it's, it's, it is. it's it's one of those situations that's definitely concerning, no doubt about it. Rich says the interior O-line is terrible, and there's no solid depth. Who's the backup center? In theory, it's Daniel Brunskill, but he still has a hamstring injury, and I think that's why the Niners signed Blake Hance. Hmm. And he's going to be that kind of a guy, and I think in the future it'll be Nick Zakel, but not yet. So Blake Hance, I would think. Yeah, I mean, he seems pretty versatile. doesn't mean he's good, but he can play every position, it sounds like. Jesse, tell me why the Niners already have a ton to prove. Well, you laid out one of the things. Um, one is Jimmy Garoppolo is still on this roster. Yeah. The thought across the nation is by big-time writers, big-time pundits, is that he's here because they don't trust Trey. And guess what? Week one, they get to play Justin Fields, who's a guy that they passed on. Not only did they pass on him, Grant, they didn't even consider drafting him, it sounds like. So they have a lot of pressure to showcase this young quarterback early and and show everybody that that he is right. They also have a lot of pressure to show that sitting him last year was the right decision. I don't know if you caught the interview with Peyton Manning, but Peyton Manning recently said that for him, those starts his rookie year, if he didn't have those starts his rookie year, there would be no 13-3 and season his second year. His brother Eli, he also attested to saying that those six starts that he had 
were much more valuable than sitting 10 games behind Kurt Warner, who is a right. Hall of Fame quarterback. Right. So was that, that makes decision sense. right? I believe that. So that's that's and and then winning. I mean, this team has to go out and win right away. These two games cannot be games that they they mess around with and lose. It doesn't matter who's in and who's out. They are expected to win these games. To me, there's a lot of pressure going into week one when really it should be early season. You're figuring out who you are as a team. I think that there's a lot of pressure on this team to perform and perform very, very quickly. Yeah, absolutely. I would agree. There's a ton of ton uh ton of pressure on this team. They went to the NFC championship game last year. They're switching, they're benching a quarterback who's what 33 and 14. It's very, it's very heady stuff. And yet they're doing the right thing. And a lot of people think they're not. But those people really haven't been following the 49ers that much. And what I think is the best part about this whole thing is that suddenly the Niners have become like the number one topic in sports, which they always should be. Because, I mean, it's the only team I cover, and I think they're endlessly entertaining. Uh, I'm surprised at how long it took ESPN to get here. They've been focused on, like, what, Dallas? Dallas. <laughs> like, why? Get over it. Um, so they're here. And they're trying to figure out what the Niners are all about. And they're totally missing the boat. They're totally missing the boat. They think the Niners are starting their second best quarterback. They don't get it. But what's also interesting is that they have this whole locker room dynamic of these best friends with Jimmy. And it's just about the most. It's the greatest team ever. There's so much drama. I'm so happy to cover it. I love this. This season in particular is so great. But the Niners do have a lot of, I mean, Anything they do, it's like the, the Niners, even Trey, he's in a position where he could be perfect and it might not be good enough. Mm -hmm. You know, he could throw a touchdown pass and someone be like, hey, yeah, but the pass wobbled. Okay. Or someone else was even more open on the other side. You know what I mean? Or the ball came out a little late. I mean, really, frankly, the, the best part of the preseason was when people were saying that he should have stood in and took a hit while throwing over the middle to Brandon Ayuk in a preseason game. Like... <laughs> What? What are you talking about? It's a preseason <laughs> game. Well, there, there's a free rusher right here, and they're like, oh, he really shouldn't have taken that sack. He should have thrown. This is so dumb. So, and, and that's what's going to happen. It's not just going to be the media. It's going to be his own teammates. That's the problem. So they better win a lot. If they have one, like I said, if they have a couple of losses early, it could be his own teammates being like, mm, I don't know. I don't think he's ready. You know, a lot of, lots of proof. Yeah, and I find it interesting, too, because you said that if if they pull the plug on Trey, I mean, I agree. I think it's over at that point. I mean, what what do you do? You go into 2023 with Jimmy Garoppolo, who's you've ostracized because yeah. you cut his salary in half plus. You've given him free reigns on his career. You cannot franchise tag him. Plus, we already know he's not the answer. Then you never gave Trey really a chance to figure out if he was the answer. You've already ruined him mentally. Yeah. And you have no first round picks. Like, what do you do going yeah. forward? They they just have to ride this out at this point. What do you point. do? You they blow have to it, write it out. Yeah, you have to write it out. Yep. All Niners says, do you think Drake Jackson has D-R-O-Y potential? I don't know I, if, he'll, if he'll have the opportunity. He's going to be coming off the bench. Right. Maybe. Yeah, that's that's kind of my, my stance is he's not going to get enough snaps most likely. I think he has the talent for sure. Yeah. Uh, J.D., just gives me two bucks. Thank you very much. I was very generous. Rich <laughs> says the interior O-line is terrible and there's no solid depth. Oh, we already got you. So we addressed that. C. Turley says, should the Niners be excited? They're going against Richard Hightower. Specialist. 
<laughs> which last year rated 26 when he was the 49er special teams coach. Yeah, frankly, considering special teams does determine the winner of a lot of week one games. Because it might in this game. There's there's rain in the forecast. Yeah. Niners throwback says, interesting, 49ers coaches that had back-to-back winning seasons, Bill Walsh, George Seifert, Steve Mariucci, and Jim Harbaugh. Kyle hasn't. Will he? I think he will this year. Yeah, That's my prediction. Terrence Wing says, guys, I believe that Trey has been proving himself his whole life. I think he is fine, and we will win it all to shock the world. Okay, Terrence. Okay, Terrence. Okay, Terrence. Thank you for the 10 bucks. I appreciate it. That was very bold. Lorenzo says, I'm calling it right now. Lance, two Russian touchdowns, 230 yards, passing at Chicago. Grant, I own my own painting company. Please let me paint that ugly baby blue room. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I paint this myself. What? Damn. That's harsh. Lorenzo, and he did a a terrible job cutting the edges. I can see it right there, Lorenzo. (laughs) Kless says, if they go to Jimmy for any uh, other reason than injury, time for Shannon to be on a serious hot seat. You know, to his credit, I feel like he's in Lance's corner more than like anyone on the team, maybe more than Ayuk. So I don't really see it going down like that. Tech says, are the Niners going to play man coverage like the Saints? Yeah, they want to. I think they, they'll try to. Yeah, it'll be interesting without Jimmy Ward what they do. They certainly want to be a man coverage team. I think there's no doubt about that. And I think especially on third down and long situation, you're going to see a lot of press man just allowing that defensive line to wreak havoc. That would be my expectation. I got a question I haven't prepped Jesse for. He doesn't know what I'm going to say. Jesse, how far, how far will the 49ers make it this season? Gosh, there's so many variables that go into this thing, Grant. I mean, I genuinely think if this team's healthy, that they're the best team in the NFC. I really do believe that. You know, Tampa Bay was the one team to me that I thought was the it team. I got to tell you, Tom Brady at 45, if it is true that him and his wife are on the outs over him playing, I think that's going to it's going to play big into this season. I really do believe that. I think Philly's really, really good. I think they're the one team that's actually probably the hardest matchup for the 49ers. But I think 18 weeks of Trey Lance going into the playoffs is a nightmare for other teams. Jimmy Garoppolo was a net zero quarterback grant. Trey Lance to me after 17 weeks of, of playing and 18 total weeks in the season, I think is a net positive quarterback and can actually win you games. And that is scary hours for the rest of the NFC. I'm not going to predict a Super Bowl appearance, but I do think they make it back to the NFC championship. I do. When the schedule came out, I said nine and eight. I felt this is a team with questionable pass protection. Trey's going to get hit. He's going to be running. He's going to miss a couple of games. Nate Sudfeld's going to start. They're going to lose. They're going to miss the playoffs. Well, that's not going to happen. Sudfeld's gone. Jimmy's probably going to start a couple of games. They can win those games. This team's going to make the playoffs. And Trey's going to be their quarterback. And by the time they're in the playoffs, he's going to be a lot better. And what I'm starting to understand is that they're going to have – we don't really understand, to me, how good this run game is going to be. I think it's going to be the best run game in franchise history. I think – and not just because of Trey. They have Elijah Mitchell, Jeff Wilson Jr., Jordan Mason, Debo Samuel. They have five rushers on this team who could average more than five yards a carry. I think they're going to average – they're going to get to 3,000 rushing yards. And, like, everyone loves Philly, right? 
Philly's cool. Philly and the Niners are very similar on offense. Difference in those two teams that the Niners have an elite defense and Philly doesn't. If you're going to beat the Niners this year, you're going to have to have a phenomenal run defense. And I just don't think teams are built that way anymore. Philly like the is. contenders are built to stop the pass. So I'm going to say something I haven't said. I'm going to say it right now. The 49ers are going to win the Super Bowl this year. They're going to win the Super Bowl this year. They're going to have a run game and a defense that no one can match. And frankly, people are tripping about Trey Lance like he's not a good quarterback. His yards per attempt was on par with Jimmy's last year. His quarterback rating in the preseason was 116. When he was the quarterback last year, the Niners offense averaged 6.4 yards per play. Do you understand how much better that was than everyone else? With Jimmy, it was six. That's good. With Trey, it was 6.4. I'm saying they probably would have won the Super Bowl last year if Trey was their quarterback. 21-year-old Trey. I think they're going to win the Super Bowl this year, Jesse. And my only question is, are vets such as George Kittle going to pull the plug on this after one or two losses? That's my only question. I think this team is built to dominate in ways that team, other teams can't stop. I'm picking them to win the Super Bowl. I think they're going to beat the Bills. I do think the Bills are going to the Super Bowl. I think I they're going to beat the Bills in the Super I Bowl. That. I look at the Bills. They have the best pass defense in the league. Against the run, though, kind of middle of the pack. You got to have a special kind of defense to stop this team because they're they just might not pass. They just might not. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, the Eagles are the one team, Grant, because they have Fletcher Cox and they, they have, have good Davis up the middle, they and they have, have Nicole Dean. Yeah. That's the one team that scares me a little bit because they're like a mirror image of the 49ers on offense, and then they also can stop the run on defense. I, I don't know how don't good worry the 49ers about are. Jalen Hurts against the Niners' run defense. The, the, the Niners' defense is too good. For, we've seen Jalen Hurts against the Niners' defense. Yeah, Doesn't I mean, Trey Sermon scare you? No, that's my thing. Everyone's picking the, the Eagles like they wanted Trey Sermon. The Niners are like, we're good. Like we like Trey Sermon, but we're just too good for him. Like, okay, well, I'm sorry, I'm picking the Niners. I think the Niners are better than the Eagles. And the other team, I, the only other team that I'm really thinking is a contender in the NFC is Minnesota. But frankly, like the Niners own Minnesota, own them. Yeah. Yeah, they it's do. Kirk Cousins. I we've seen Kirk Cousins against this defensive line. It's never going to happen. I'm picking the Niners. I love it. I, I, I definitely don't hate it. I don't think anybody hates it. That's incredible. I couldn't um, get there until today. I, it took me a long time, but I was like, bold. what am I? Yeah, it's bold. Grant, I think you just got a whole new part of this fan base loving you right now. I'm the guy that's always like, hold on. Why are people so high on the 49ers? This is ridiculous. This year, I feel like, why are people so down on them? What? You really think they're going to their second best quarterback? Like, have you not watched this team? I can give you stats. I can give you all kind of evidence that they're going to their best quarterback. That this, that the, the bump in just run game production alone is going to make this team hard to beat. And I, I, I'm not even, it's not like Trey's a wildcat quarterback. He can throw too. Did you know? He can. And the fact that he's going to throw the ball down the field is going to make this, I mean, I'm just saying, man. I'm just saying. You know, you know what's crazy about the yard per attempt stat? Yeah. I don't think people realize how insane that stat really is that he was dead even with Jimmy actually slightly above Jimmy, I think, but basically dead even with Jimmy with a way lower completion percentage Yeah, because the way they look at that number is they go total yards thrown right. for yep. divided by total attempts, regardless of the completion percentage. If you go 10 for a 10 right. or one for 10, it doesn't matter. The you fact could argue it's the most the important quarterback stat. Other than right. TD to the INT ratio, those two, those two. Yeah. 
Yep. So the fact that he was that high with that low of a completion percentage is that's incredible. That's an incredible and again, number. Like if, if he's on par with Jimmy as a passer in terms of yards per attempt, passer rating, which he was last year as a freaking rookie. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, he's better because of the run game. Which is why he should have played last year. We talked about it. But all I'm last thinking year. he's going to be better as a passer too. I mean, last year in the preseason, Trey Lance completed 47% of his passes. This year in the preseason, he completed 68. He's better this year. People don't understand what's about to happen to the league. I don't root for the 49ers. And I'm like, damn, they got it. I think they got it. I think they got it. We'll see. Kyle can mess it up. Kyle can mess it up. He's been known to mess it up at times. But maybe Trey overrides him. The ghost of Judah Tribe says, use this to fix your O-line and Trey's hairline. That's two dollars, man. I don't. I, Trey, Trey's gonna need to like Bosley. <laughs> it's gonna be a lot of money. <laughs> Adam says bold prediction: Jimmy G will be traded to Brazzers. <laughs> That's hella funny. C. Turley says, "Shout out to FBI in the chat, Grant. He's hating on you, but his name is FBI. That should tell you a lot." All right. Well, he can. Hate right. people. That's cool. We'll uh, put your Josh, hate up on the screen if you pay for it, FBI. <laughs> Josh Wyatt says the Niners' run game has to be elite this season. Well, it will be, regardless of quarterback work. Can they uh, still add to tight end, guard, fullback? Are there any options? Spend that cash. Um, no, I think if the, what you don't want to do now is buy f- free agent, get free buy, get free agents this late. You want to trade? I would think. I would think. Yeah, I still prefer to get some sort of tackle. Uh, like win would be great right now. I don't trust McGlinchey. I don't trust. And me. I got to tell you, if if Kittle misses significant time or is in in and out of this lineup that offensive line is even in worse shape because he's basically like a sixth offensive lineman. You lose that with what they already have. That is, that's not good. Is this the year that the Niners win the Super Bowl and Ross Dwelly becomes a pro bowler? I mean, oh, there I, we go. I don't know. Possible. Terrence says, why is everyone overlooking the fact that Kyle has lost all major games due to his play calling at the end of games? It won't be Trey. I'll bet the farm it'll be. Okay. That's a good point. And I've really criticized him for that, but to Kyle's credit, a big reason he hasn't been able to put out put away games is he has these scat he's had scat backs as his running back. He hasn't had the type of running game that could put games away. He tried to against the Patriots and his running game got shut down the second half. Now he has Jordan Mason, Jeff Wilson Jr., Elijah Mitchell, Debo Sam. Like not the same. Like these are guys that are built to wear you down and make you submit in the second half. So I think Kyle, he hasn't proven it, but I think he's gets it and is trying to adjust no i no i i do i think he is trying to adjust and here's the one thing that kyle has going for him is with trey lance everything is now open whether you want to run that jimmy style offense you want to run what you did with atlanta you want to run what you did in washington all of that is available to you now so they can switch it up at a moment's notice and do whatever it takes to go win these games that is a major advantage Official BNA Music 88 says, why isn't Jimmy uh, being named a captain of the story? Not being named a captain of the story. It's true, yeah, right? He got snubbed, huh? No, to me, like the whole, I, I didn't, I think not naming either quarterback a captain was fair. And I like what Trey said. He's like, I didn't earn it. I didn't vote for me. I voted for everyone who was a captain. It's a goal. I, everything he said, I was like, you go. That's exactly what I would have said. He, he shouldn't be a captain. Just like Talanoa Hufunga and Aaron Banks shouldn't be captains. Like, it's cool that you're starter, but that's something you earn. And everyone that's a captain it has been good for a long time. I think that was definitely fair. What I thought was interesting was Debo's not a captain. Hmm. Debo's the best player in the team. 
Why is Debo not a captain? I think I know why Debo's not a captain. Like Nick Bosa isn't exactly a rah-rah leader. He doesn't even show up for OTAs in minicamp, but no one is like, is Debo going to be 10 pounds overweight when he comes to training camp? Is Debo going to request a trade? You know, like no one has those questions. With Debo, it's like, I don't know, bud. Looking a little, looking a little extra Debo today. And you know, it's like when you request a trade, it's like saying, I don't want to be on your team. Right? I'm just saying, I mean, yeah, how do you I mean, take that? If I if I were on his team, if I I've never been on a no one ever requested a trade from a, a rec league team. That would have been crazy. <laughs> but how would you take that? Like, damn, like you don't want to be with us at all? Well, now you know you're back. Oh, okay, well, we're just gonna pretend that never happened. I don't know. That's that was the my main takeaway is like Bose is a, a, a new captain, but Debo's not. Because Kyle said Debo's a captain, and then he's like, Oh, wait, no, he's not. Like, oh. <laughs> he was actually eighth in voting. Yeah, I don't know. I don't look. I don't look into Trey not being a captain much. Just like I don't look into Debo not being a captain. There's so many good players on this team that are leaders. I also don't. I don't knock Debo. I, I don't know if Debo's the leader type, right? Like he's a leader in the in the point that he's going to give everything he has on the field. I don't know if he's a locker room rah rah leader guy, and that's okay. He doesn't have to be that. It doesn't matter ultimately. I just it to me it's a it's a, a look into how the players see each other. It's a peek into the locker room dynamics, and it's just interesting. Like, oh, maybe some of his teammates are a little um, feel a certain way about it, which is yeah. natural. But at the same time, they're going to play together. It's not like they're going to. It's just like you don't get to be a captain, which is totally ceremonious and meaningless. CT Law says, seems you were preparing for an onslaught of negative feedback on your boy Trey. On the road opening game, rookie quarterback, what could go wrong? LOL. Will Kyle lose the game if Trey can't handle it? I think they're going to beat the Bears. That's my hot take this week is the Niners are going to win. <laughs> I'll, I'll say this. This is so funny to me because there's so much like victory lapping that people are doing off of a, a Bears preseason game that, oh my God, did you see how bad Lance looked in the preseason against the Texans and how good Justin Fields looked against the third string Browns defense? Mm -hmm. This guy is way ahead of Trey Lance. Oh, let's not forget that he had seven touchdowns, 10 interceptions last year. He had a game where he had, yes, one net passing yard last year. But listen, if Trey did any of those things the way that Fields did last year, he would be given no grace, zero grace. So the way that I see it is this. I don't care how well Trey plays week one, week two, week three, week four. To me, this is not a sprint. This is a marathon. I don't care about the outside noise, just like he doesn't care about the outside noise. The end of 2023, we're going to see what's up. And I believe that Trey Lance is going to prove to be the best quarterback in that class. That's that's the way that I see it. And we're not going to know that week one, two, or three this year. We're just not going to know. So I don't, I mean, honestly, I don't really care. Niners throwback says, how's Trey's footwork? You, did you see the drills? Um, I, I think it could be better. He's very young. Um, we'll see. Uh, he does it right some of the time, a lot of the time. Uh, I'd like Brian Greasy to really focus in more on the whole lead leg thing. I think two things that Trey does is he's a little pigeon toed when he steps to his target and he locks out his leg just a little, like a beat too early. You could fix those things so easily as long as it's drilled in. I mean, 
do you can you fix decision making? Can you fix IQ? Like, no, no. Can you fix this? Yes. That's why they drafted him. Like, all you need is good. So when I point these things out with Trey, I'm not trying to be like Trey's not good. No, I'm picking the Niners to win the Super Bowl this year. I'm trying to help Brian Greasy, who needs all the help he can get because he's never done this before. Hey, neither have I. If they're gonna hire Brian Greasy as a quarterback coach, then I might as well help because neither of us have ever done this before. I mean, he's thrown a football, but so have I. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Zach Bruce says, please stop predicting trade missing games. I think he will slide more often and injuries are hard to predict. Of course, I'm not trying to speak that into existence. Your kind is great. They'll keep it up. I'm just saying they need to be pre prepared for it since for sure. uh, every year other than 2019, Kyle's been here. They've had multiple quarterbacks start. But you're right, Zach. I'm not trying to speak that into existence. See, Turley says, Grant, love the show. I'm going to get my QC merch and call you up on Grant phone. Just broke the internet picking us to win it all. LOL. I really believe it. I, I don't know. I, this is what I wanted them to do is to play the kid. They're playing the kid. I believe in this. <laughs> AD says, your guy's prediction for Trey's first play. Hand off to Elijah Hand Mitchell. Off. <laughs> Are you kidding? Hand off. They're not going to make this about Trey right away. I think one thing about the Niners, again, the, the psychology of the team. This is a different topic, but it hasn't been about the quarterback for years. When you have a Jimmy, when you have Jimmy Garoppolo as your quarterback and you win, that means everyone else is a star because he's not a star. Now Trey hasn't even won yet, and he's a star. And it must be tough for people like Kittle, who've been the center of attention forever, to take a real backseat to Trey. And I don't think Kyle's going to be calling plays early in the year to make Trey the star. He's not. It's going to start modestly. They don't need to throw thirty times a game to win. In fact, they probably shouldn't. So I think you're going to see a lot of handing off. And I, what I like about Trey is he has no ego in that sense. He did it in college. He's not going to look at the game plan on Monday and be like, 20 throws? Fuck that. Yeah, like, that's sorry right. to curse, but I'm just saying, like, he's not going to do that. That's why, that's why Kyle likes him because Kyle wants to run the ball and Trey wants to run the ball and Jimmy wants to run the ball. Anyway, I just wanted to tell Yeah, it, it works out great. You know, the one thing, again, Kittle – Kittle not being there short term does concern me a little bit because I've always thought that a young quarterback's best friend is a reliable tight end. And Kittle yeah. certainly can be that if he's on the field. So we'll see. We'll see with this groin injury. I don't think it's going to matter week one or two, but if it lingers, it could be an issue for sure. David Baker says Trey's career has exemplified overcoming adversity. He just needs the smallest of chances to prove his worth. Enjoy that bottle of wine. Thank you, David. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. And he's getting, I mean, he has so many people. Again, he's in that position where everyone thinks he's a failure. He was in this position in high school. He's done this before. That's what's interesting about him. Like, he doesn't have a lot of experience in football, but he has a lot of experience in this whole, like, a whole lot of people betting against him, which is interesting because that's almost yeah. more important. Niners daddy says, Why do we go from seven captains to six? And Kyle said that the seventh guy would have been Trey. It's almost like he doesn't want to put that on Trey. Which is fair, I think. A lot. Why? Why just anoint a guy? Let him. Let it. Let the locker room see that he earned it. Especially if there's a faction of the locker room that's like, he didn't earn this. We like Jimmy. Da 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 da. Don't hand him anything. Let him earn it because he will. Because he will. Yeah, I think. I think that's the way that Shanahan just is, anyways. Right? Like he's a yeah. you have to earn it type guy. Lorenzo says, "I hope the Niners hear you, Grant. Both of twenty five sacks." Stay healthy, Nick. I just picked the Niners to win the Super Bowl. This would be a great year for you to be healthy. Yeah, Trey Lance sure. says I will be going up. No ceiling. Thank you, Trey. He just gave me $2, man. You're that, I appreciate it. I should be giving. No. 
49ers Kate says, if we shore up this offensive line, I rookie stepping up, maybe a trade or two. I genuinely can't see what's stopping us. Yeah. You got Jason Poe waiting in the wings. You know, if, if Brunt, if Brenda, if Jake Brendel can't, doesn't work out, you got Daniel Brunskill waiting around. I mean, there are options. I just want to know what happens at right tackle. If Mike McGlitchy can't get it done. I yeah. don't think, you know, McKivitz is the answer. Although yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, maybe they get Tom Compton back. I'll tell you, no McGlinchey and no Kittle. That's uh, they're not winning much with that. I'll tell you that right now. Lawrence is just excited to have a quarterback who could take advantage of PI calls. We never got those with Jimmy. That's a great mm. point. Or throw great away. point. They should have twice as many this year, at least. Frank says, "Heard Michael Irvin say this: Pro players understand better than anyone that it takes time to develop a quarterback. You have to imagine that the locker room gets it. Trey's got to play. Big plays coming. Well, again, Kyle said, I hope they have Trey's back. They." I expect them to have Trey's back if they had Jimmy's back. Well, we'll see if that's true. That's the million dollar question with this team. Can they, if they have a little bit of adversity early on in the season, do they freak out and blame it all on Trey? Because what happened in 2019 yeah. is they started off eight and zero. You know, remember Jimmy? Jimmy had that five pick practice. It could have gone bad for Jimmy, but they started off eight and zero, and largely because of their defense. That happens again this year. Trey's fine. I don't know. Yeah, I think five and three is the, the magical number by the bye week. I think that's where they want to be. Sid says, love the discussion. I still think the Niners need to prove they can consistently run block. Uh, the running talent isn't the problem. It's true. You lose Lakin Tomlinson and Alex Mack. Prove that uh, the offensive line isn't a problem. It just seems like while Kyle hasn't shown that he can bring in pass protectors, most of his replacement offensive linemen can block in his scheme. Yeah. Run block. Yeah, there's, there's no doubt about that. And Again, if if Kittle's playing, Williams is playing, and Usechek is playing, you'll be able to run the ball. <laughs> you just will. Romilia Sports Report RSR for short. That's what this fans of, of his I call him RSR. It says amazing. <laughs> Jimmy had to save Kyle's bacon again. Or Niners looking at inexperienced quarterbacks still work on throwing mechanics as we speak. Mr. Irrelevant as QB two. Hey man, look, I know you've enjoyed your victory lap this off season, but you might want to chill a little bit because from what I'm hearing. Matthew Stafford's elbow is jacked up. That's the that's the technical term. That's the medical term for what's going on with it. It's jacked up. It's the word on the streets. It's the word in the street. So I'm just saying. And the Rams cannot run the ball at all. Josh Wyatt says, Sid Brown just nailed it. Read his message again. No. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Michael McCullough says, the O-line is sketch as hell, but look for juice. To hang back and continue to clean up mistakes by the line. Juice is the fixer of a lot of problems that occur on the edge or behind the line. I'm wondering, it's his sixth year on the team. He's been an offensive weapon for five years. Do you think they'll actually use him as an offensive weapon this year? Because I'm in favor of it. I think he's a really good player. I think he's really good. They Big certainly fan. should. But yeah. I'll tell you what, carrying four tight ends tells me probably not. Good point. Atomic God Stuffin, oh, Stuffin says, hey, Grant. I liked what you said about Ebicom on and betting on contract players. What if he takes the Arden key role? Bosa arms at Ebicom Jackson. Um, I think that's a I would actually hoop. think Jackson would be more the guy inside because he's bigger. Yeah, I, I'm curious. To see, I think Ebicom's going to be on the field on third down on the edge. He was yeah. really doing well in that role at the end. I don't know who's replacing Arden key. It could be Jackson. It could be um, Hyder. I think a Menahu, man. I think he's the, could the be guy who can be the pass rusher from the interior. I, I really. I think that he'll fit into that role nicely. We'll see. Could be Javon Killaw. Yeah, maybe. Callie says, leave Trey alone. He hasn't even started the season yet. Get my cone shirt. Got your cone shirt. Great stuff. Thank you. Leave yeah, Trey leave alone. Trey alone. <laughs> um, 
hold on. Jesus says, I'm tired of these reports talking poop about Trey. Poop. We only seen a penny size of gameplay from him and Trey play and, and see how the season plays out. Yeah, agree. People just well, want not only that, but it wasn't bad either. That's the crazy part. It did, again, if if Trey had played two games, and imagine his first game that we saw. I mean, people hated the way it looked against Arizona. Imagine his first game was Justin Fields' first game, one net passing yard. Yeah. What? what I mean, what would your mindset be about this kid, right? Like, True. and look at how good. And and I say that not to knock on Justin Fields. The point of that is to say. You have to be patient because look at, I know it was a preseason game, right? And I'm not going to take a lot from a preseason game against third string guys for the Browns. But what I will say is this, I think Justin Fields is going to look a hell of a lot better this year than what he looked like in game one last year. And he looked a hell of a lot better throughout last year than he looked in game one. You have to be patient with all of these guys. They all deserve that grace, period. All Niner says, I hope above all else, Trey proves his teammates who are doubting him subconsciously wrong. Again, I keep going back to like, and I felt this way the whole time. If he, if he's perfect, is that good enough? Like he was f- almost perfect against the Texans, especially in the second half. And people were like, well, it was just the Texans. You know what I mean? There's always going to be, it's he, always he's not something. good enough. It's never good it's enough. Something. And I, I, I feel like that's a function of Jimmy being here. Maybe if he were gone and that people see like, oh, you know, it's tough either way. Mm. you know like you're, you're trying to break a habit that's why i keep comparing this to like smoking cigarettes you're trying to break a, an unhealthy habit you know it's not taking you down the right road the jimmy the jimmy stuff you gotta break it but it feels good you win so, yeah. you win a lot you, it feels good you got but no and it's like if you have a couple bad days you're gonna be like you know what it's too hard all right man well okay good luck you tried you know you're not gonna win the super bowl but you know you're gonna I don't know what to tell you. That's why I'm, that's kind of how I feel. It's, it's the whole thing. The whole thing is so bizarre to me because, you know, we can talk about how Trey Lance looked better against the Texans than Lawrence did in two games, Mac did or Zach did. We can talk about so many different things, but everybody says it's just the Texans. And then those same people are like, yeah, but did you see him in training camp? So hold on a second. It's just the Texans when we want to say he looked good. But training camp practice holds more weight to you than just the Texans. Yeah. All right. Okay. I got it. I got it. Nathan Flores says, is this the year the refs finally call holding when other teams hold Nick Bosa? I hope so, man. He's so bad. Let's just hope he stays healthy. Atomic God says, should Dan be RT? Uh, should Mike be out? Uh, should Mike is out for a while? Yeah, I mean, that, he could do that. He's done it before. But McKibbins has been the guy they've been like grooming for that all year. Kibitz. I don't want any of these guys playing RT. That's not McGlinchey. <laughs> they need to go to find somebody else. Yeah. McKibitz did not make their 53 last year. Kless says, how you guys feeling about that 2012 reunion? Is that happening? They're going to do that? They're going to have Jim Harbaugh and Colin Kaepernick on the field for the 49ers. That would be great. I would love that, that would be fantastic. That would be just wonderful. I think we got that already. Oh, Ryan Hensley says, breaking news. Grant Cohn just predicted the Niners will win the Super Bowl. I did. It took me a while this offseason <laughs> to get there, but I just was like, Who's in their way in the NFC? No one. As long shout as shout out do, Ryan. Shout out Ryan. Love you, Ryan. Thank you, bud. Um, all right. Let's let's do this, Grant. And yeah. my fault for the audio issues. That's I got about good. 15 because I got a Bears guy coming on. Okay. At 10 15. So let's do over-unders and then final score. Are you good with that? 
That's it. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Okay. So over under. We're gonna do Trey Lance edition to start this. We got four Trey Lance categories. Over under two hundred point five yards passing for Trey Lance week one. Under. Under. And no, no shot at him. I think this is it, they're gonna it's a rain game. The Niners defense. I'm just trying to think like what what is the game plan going into this game? You're expecting your defense to ball out. You're not expecting the Bears to score. You're expecting the rain. You're gonna run the ball a lot. They I just don't think they need to throw for 200 yards. They could they might end up, but I feel like the game plan probably might not even call for it. So I'm gonna say if everything goes according to plan, nah, they could win this game throwing for like 160 yards or less less i agree with you i'm actually yeah. taking the under on that as well yeah but i think we're both going to be on the same page on this one lance over under 39 and a half rushing yards over i think yeah. he's going to be a serious runner this year he it, it didn't really come together for him as a runner last year but i think that a lot of that was kyle not really understanding how to not not understanding but like they didn't install it he was with the backups. It was the whole Trey Lance run game was not something the Niners offense starting starters worked on last year. Now it's been all off season. I think he's going to be dangerous on scrambles and in a lot of quarterback design runs. I think he's going to be getting eight carries a game and averaging six yards a carry. Like, yeah, hell yeah. Hell yeah. He's going to score a touchdown on the ground in this game. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think, I think a lot of that too was just him being hesitant. Like, I think his own hesitancy and not seeing the field as well as he wants to or not trusting his eyes, I think that led to some of the struggles in the run game. Because when he was decisive, first play against Arizona, he was out of that pocket very quick, no issues. So he certainly has that ability to do it. It's just about being decisive and knowing when to run and when not to run. So I I agree with you. I think over 39 and a half for sure. Okay, so you said that you think he's going to have a rushing touchdown. Over or under one and a half total touchdowns for Trey Lance in this game? Hmm. Mm. I'm gonna say over. I think he'll have two. I think he'll, I don't think he needs to have two. I think he could probably hand off and let the running backs do the work. But I think he'll have two. I think Kyle Shanahan wants to build something here with Trey and doesn't want. I think Kyle was real um, happy to be to make it seem like look, Jimmy's doing nothing. I'm doing everything here. I don't think he wants to create that perception with Trey. So if he can like manufacture an opportunity to get Trey like some better numbers, like he did with CJ Beathard, I think he will. Okay. All right. I like it. I I agree. I'm going to go over as well. I think Trey Lance is probably going to have about eight, eight or so rushing touchdowns this year. He might get two in this game. I just think much like Cam Newton was early in his career. I really think Trey Lance the one yard line is going to be unstoppable on the QB powers. Like I, I just don't see how you stop that on a regular basis. And so I think he's going to get a lot of rushing touchdowns that way. It's really hard to run the ball in the red zone because the safeties are closer to the line of scrimmage because they don't have to worry about the deep pass. So it's almost like they have nine, in the box 10, you know what I mean? So what's mm-hmm. the best way to counteract that? Oh, quarterbacks running extra, you know, extra blocker. All Perfect. So absolutely. Yes. He's, he's a weapon. All right. Over or under 0.5 turnovers for Trey Lance? Over. I think third start, it's fair to expect him to turn the ball over once. He needs to not turn the ball over twice. I agree. 
Yeah, I agree. I, I think he turns the ball over once. Um, and, and it may not even be a pick. It could easily be it's wet. Maybe they're doing some triple auction stuff, just loses the ball on a handoff. They credit him a fumble. I don't know, but yeah, I agree. I think he'll get one for sure. I think, I think early on, you're going to see, like, I could see like the first four weeks he has a turnover a game and then he starts to really figure it out and starts cleaning up the turnovers a little bit. That's I could see that from him. But I mean, I think a lot of it too is not necessarily just him, but him and Kyle figuring out the best way to use Trey. For By sure. the end of the time with Jimmy, Kyle figured it out. Um, with Trey, like if you're asking him to throw a bunch of throws over the middle, like one of those could be high, one of those could be picked. There's no reason to do that when you can just win running. So some of it's it's you know, if Trey turns the ball over, it'll be interesting. Will it be because someone dropped the ball? Was it be, be will it be because Kyle called a pass that really shouldn't be on Trey's shot chart at this time? Or will it be because Trey messed up? We'll have to see. Right. Absolutely. Okay. Let's move to the other side of the ball for the 49ers. Let's look at the defense. Over or under two and a half sacks for the 49ers defense. Over. <laughs> Justin Fields runs into sacks. I like yeah, Justin Fields, but he 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 plays in, in the NFL like it's college. Like he can just run away from everyone. Like, mm, nope. I like the way Trey plays. He steps up in the pocket. I mean, I guess it's what Russell Wilson used to do. Russell Wilson always used to spin out, spin out the back, right? And that's great. But um, when you take a 15 he also yard got sack sacked from a lot. time, yeah. Russell Wilson also got sacked a lot. Yeah. So I don't know. Yes, he's going to get sacked. Yeah. I, I think, <laughs> honestly, looking at this, I could have put Bosa's numbers at two and a half and been like, yeah, I might take the over on that as well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So we just talked about Trey Lance and how we think he's going to have a turnover. But the key is to have less turnovers than what you're forcing, right? We know that wins football games. So do the 49ers defense force over or under one and a half turnovers? Hmm. Say under. I'm feeling like this is going to be kind of a low scoring running game in the rain. And if, you know, if if Justin Fields were throwing a lot, then over. But I don't know how many fumbles are going to force. So, so maybe maybe they won't be given the opportunity. That's that's sort of what I'm looking at here. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm going to take the over. I'm going to okay. take the over on this one. I think, I think again, you know, much like Trey Lance, I think Fields is probably good for a turnover himself. We could see a special teams turnover. We could see a running back turn it over as well. You know, fumbles happen in the rain. Wide receiver could fumble. I, I think ultimately. I think this 49ers defense is going to be pretty stingy this year, one way or another. And and I think they're going to start this week with at least two turnovers. Okay. 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 So one big key for the 49ers down the stretch last year, Grant, was when their defense stopped allowing teams to rush for 90 yards. And that's what allowed them to go on that deep run into the playoffs. It continued into the playoffs. That's how they dominated teams. They were able to run the ball, stop the run. So with that being said, you're playing a mobile quarterback, a team that can run the ball for sure in a rainy game, over or under 90 and a half total rushing yards for this 49ers defense. How much do they give up? I think over. Last time they played the Bears and Justin Fields, he went for 100 plus himself. Mm-hmm. And like they do a good job against running backs. They do a good job against the zone read. Where the Niners have struggled as a run defense the last few years is against scrambles, in my opinion. I don't know if the stats bear it out, but I think they do. And that's where I think 
Justin Fields got him last year. So you have this wide nine defense with big gaps between all the defensive linemen. They're all screaming up field. They're not thinking about their rush lanes. And, you know, it's just easy to squirt away and scramble. So as long as they don't let, I mean, they could give up 150 rushing yards and still win this game, frankly. But I think they're going to give up more than 90 yards rushing. I do. Okay. I think it's under. I I think that they're going to go under on this one. I think Fields is the wild card. Obviously, anytime you have a quarterback that, that can rush for 100 himself, that makes it tough. I think they're going to do a good job of containing Fields. And honestly, Fields can probably get 50, and they can still hold this Bears team under 90 and a half. So I'm going to go under. All right. All right. All right. For your Super Bowl champion, San Francisco 49ers, I'm assuming you're taking the victory here, but what is your I'm not I'm not I'm, I don't do the score on Wednesdays. I don't okay. I, I can't I, I gotta do it up with Kittle, but you go ahead. You go ahead. All I'm right. picking the Niners to win, but I haven't I can't decide my score yet. Okay. But I want you to say. Okay. So okay. the 49ers, I agree. I think this game's actually gonna be closer than what a lot of people think. Okay. I think week one's always tough. The offense usually tends to struggle week one for Shanahan offenses. You add in a new quarterback taking over, I think that adds to it. You're on the road. Bears seem like they have an axe to grind with the 49ers. They got this whole fields against the world deal, which is kind of cute. Uh, I'm going to go, I'm going to go 24 13 Niners. However, I think it's very close. They score about two minutes into the fourth quarter to make it 24 to 13. It's going to be around 17 13 until a few minutes into the fourth. And then that's, that's it. They, you know, the Bears can't put up enough points. And it looks worse than what it actually was. I think it's a relatively close game up until that point. I like it. I like it. Let's reconvene next week and see who wins the over-under, because I always win this one. Always win. <laughs> all right, all right, fair enough. Paul Newland says, does Trey have better touch on the ball this year, or is he still throwing bullets to the D-line? I would say he does have better touch. Better yes, touch last year sure, was yeah. a little bit surprising what he the way he threw those short passes. He didn't do that anymore. You, you're already seeing it with those little yeah. dump-offs right over the defensive yeah. linemen. He didn't have that in his game last year. Kelly says Kyle had Debo versus Rams and what happened in the fourth quarter? Well, what happened in the playoffs in general is that the Niners run game got shut down 3.7 yards per carry. This should never happen. Too much talent on that team to be running for 3.7 yards per carry. It would never happen with Trey as a quarterback. And again, that's why I feel like he should have been the, play, the quarterback last year. Yep. Um, football and Crab Cake says, I think Kittle goes to the Giants with Jimmy U. Maybe he should. Maybe he should. I don't know, man. I, I, I want to see what's up with Kittle, dude. Like, what's up? What is up? You better play this weekend. Pure Bama TV says starting to believe Debo did not want chemistry with Lance. I don't know, man. Debo's at practice well, this week. Debo's there. Kittle's got an injury. I'm wondering about Kittle. I'm not saying he's not injured, but Debo's there right now. So I, I'm not worried about Debo. Yeah, I mean, let's, right you know. Lance has made, this will be his third start, and two of them may be without Kittle, right? And not that Kittle's doing it on purpose, but that sucks for sure. I'm not saying he's doing it on purpose. All I'm saying is, I mean, if you're going to question anyone, it can't be Debo. He's freaking there now. Josh Wyatt says, Grant, the best at this. Oh, thank you very much. I don't believe you uh, believe that prediction, but the way the team is built, it should be the prediction. Way to stir the pot. Well, I do believe it, but it also should be the prediction. I, I, I think it's kind of funny that people are, Afraid to say it, like this team should be better than last year. They upgraded a quarterback. I, hopefully, Mike McGlinchey doesn't ruin everything because you know that would just be a shame. Mike. You know, for for me, the only reason I won't do it is 
the quarterback was last year's problem, and every yeah. year presents new problems. It's true. This year, the quarterback may not be the issue. They may not win, but that could be for different reasons. It's a different team it's with true. a different schedule. It's true. Different things happen. And so last year's problem was the quarterback. That doesn't mean that's this year's problem. It's true. And everyone's picking Philly this year out of the NFC. I think the Niners are like better Philly. than Philly, but Philly has an easier schedule. Philly has an easier division. Philly probably will have a better record, maybe a better seeding. So I can see that, but I still think the Niners are better than them. I mean, they have a way better defense than Philly. Yeah, they do. Jeff Wilson and Debo be, uh, will play big in a title game. I love Jeff Wilson. Big fan. Yeah, he's good. He's, I got, he's very good. I got Niners winning 34-14, says Chris. Oh, dang. I just don't see him putting up that many points. I 34? like the optimism, though. Yeah, I think it's going to be like a ground and pound, ugly kind of like a – 17 to 7. I haven't really, I mean, that's 19 to 7 kind of a game, 19 to 9. Those, yeah, it's those it's, fun ones. I you know agree, where there's I like agree. two or three touchdowns the whole game, that kind of thing. Love those styles. So much fun. Um, okay, let's show. If you got if you want to watch more Niner stuff, tap in last second sports with Jesse in like five minutes. Yeah, absolutely. I'm gonna have a uh, Bears content creator on, so we're go. going behind enemy lines. Can't wait for it. So definitely tap in over there for sure. We'll be uh, live in five. I highly recommend it. Thanks for watching, everyone. Thank you for your donations. And um, I hope I'm right. But if I'm wrong, then the Niners are wrong, and I'll hammer them, and I'll say I was right anyway. So that's how I do. <laughs> Thanks for watching. Goodbye.